Welcome back to the Be Your Own News podcast. I'm your host, Katie Skinner. In this episode, we talk about creativity, entrepreneurship, spirituality, psychology, all the things that make you grow, make you better, and most importantly, give you the confidence, the skills that you feel like you were not necessarily born with. So if you find yourself asking, why didn't we learn this in school? And nobody ever taught me this, or how can I become the type of person that aligns with the dreams and the desires that I have? You are absolutely in the right place. Thank you so much for being here. And let's get into this episode that I am privately, what's the word? Personally, oh my God, personally, personally a little a little proud of um so this episode is for you if you find yourself coveting for lack of a better term it's a little bit of a biblical term (laughs) which is appropriate because i was raised fairly religious um and i think many of you were as well um or if you find yourself just like wanting all these things but you're in this awkward position this episode is for you hey friends welcome back to the be your own muse podcast um I, this summer, okay, so this summer, I have done probably what feels like 400 readings. (laughs) Um, I opened up the doors um, for readings in June and in August, um, because as many of you have know, know, at first, in June, my dog, Jazz, was diagnosed with cancer, and she needed to get a fairly expensive procedure um, she needed to get a lot of testing and she needed to get a procedure where she had to get it cut out. And then we had to biopsy her twice to make sure that the cancer was fully gone and not in remission. And Evan and I were just about to move. <laughs> um, and we were just kind of in a little bit of a sticky place. Um, and so I said, okay, well, I'm going to do donation based readings and thank God you guys helped. And I was able to raise enough money for jazz. Um, and so thank you so much. She's safe. She's happy. And then I opened up my books back in August and a lot of people who missed out the first time, um, got, got their, uh, readings in. And so at this point I've done many, many readings, (laughs) even throughout my, my career, I've done them since 2018. I've been doing them pretty on the regular since 2018. Um, and one theme that has been coming up this summer a lot is, I feel like I've told people to go window shopping like a thousand times. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so what I mean by that is a lot of people were struggling with their desires. They're like quote unquote selfish desires. And I'm going to explain to you why I'm sitting quotes in a little bit. Um, this kind of goes in hand, hand in hand with my podcast that I made over the winter. I don't remember what episode it is, but it's called um, like uh, poverty trauma versus luxury. Um, I talk about all that. That's a really, really good episode to get into if you want more information on this. But basically what I'm talking about here is feeling like your desires are selfish. And I'm going to speak more specifically on like maybe your, your like human desires, like your, your like your like 3D world experience desires. Um, like let's see you want, um, let's see you want like nice clothes, you want a vacation, you want a new car, um, and you're and you're also simultaneously on the path of making yourself a better person. But you're like, you know, I don't want to live this life where I am just like doing so much good, but I don't get any for me. So this is kind of who I'm specifically talking to. So, okay. I'm not speaking to anybody who just like wants to have the nicest everything to keep up with the Joneses and they just like don't care about the environment and they just like want to spend, 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 spend their money because they want to fill a hole in their soul. That's not who I'm talking to right now. I don't think any people like that follow me. Um, 
So, or if you're worried about that, that's not what I'm talking about. Who I'm speaking to are the people who work so hard to make their hearts pure and their intentions right. And they work so hard to bring a positive impact to this world. And they're, they're doing their best, essentially. And they're still like feeling deprived. And that was coming up a lot um, for me when I was doing these readings. Like that was seemed to be like a hidden desire of a lot of people was like, okay, so, you know, you, you maybe shrunk yourself a little bit during 2020, big year for a lot of people. I know I went through this personally, um, in the summer of 2020, um, where I felt like I needed to shrink myself in order to make the world better. I needed to stop talking. I needed to stop spending. I need to stay in my house and not go anywhere. And while I understand how viruses are spread (laughs) and I understand how, you know, capitalism can hurt people at some times and greed hurts people more specifically I should say more specifically greed hurts people um a lot of people were finding themselves feeling like um they're never going to have the things that they want they're never going to get to travel again they're never going to be able to afford like the things that they want um and maybe you feel guilty because you feel like your base needs are met but you're not growing you're not being challenged with new things um, one good reason why we should have, um, the things that we want is for inner child healing. I mean, like think about all the toys that you wanted as a kid or all the experiences you wanted to have as a kid, but you didn't feel like you got to have because your parents were always saying like, oh, that's, you know, we can't afford that. Or, um, that's not what we have. We're not, we're not the kind of people that can have that. I remember so many times as a kid being like, oh, mom, can I get this shirt? Can I get this toy? Can we go do this thing? Um, and my parents being like, no, we can't do that. Like, that's not possible. And I didn't really understand how money worked at that time. I was very young. And I had friends who, whose parents were very wealthy. And I was like, well, they can have it. So why can't we? Like, I just genuinely didn't understand that connection. And then my mom kind of explained to me the concept when I was like seven years old <laughs> of like haves and have nots. She was like, you know, some people have all these things because they are just haves they have and then some people are have nots like us we don't get to have these things um and she explained to me a little bit about sacrifice and how like you know she said i wanted to have many kids my mom had seven children and we're all healthy and college educated and just happy and beautiful but she explained to me the concept of sacrifice and while i firmly believe that my mom did the best that she could with the information that she had to a seven-year-old um i believe also that I implanted this idea along with church and society and whatnot that um, your desires, the things you wanted were bad and they were at a huge inconvenience to other people. Um, I mean, as I got older, my sister really got into the environment, like she really got into the environmental science and policy. And so when I was about 12 years old, I remember her kind of telling me like, oh yeah, we shouldn't be shopping because it's really bad for the environment. We shouldn't be ordering things online. It's bad for the environment. And um, we would have a lot of fights about that. Like, I would want to go to the mall with my friends and she would be like, don't get Starbucks. Their plastic cups are bad for the environment. And then if I did get it anyway, she would, like, tell me I was a horrible person and, like, yell at me. And I'm like, I'm literally 12 years old. Like, what do I do? I don't know. (laughs) And um, then I was a teenager and I really, really, really loved fashion. I fell in love with fashion. I fell in love with, um, like, designers and stuff like that and... I really loved watching runways. I loved like watching like models and I loved following them in their careers. Um, and I loved the idea of like luxury travel. And that was just something that really lit me up and made me feel, so this is the key word here, made me feel expanded. 
made me feel like anything was possible. And I mean, that's like the fashion industry is like, a, it's a, it's a fantasy industry. It's like expansive. It's like, <laughs> that's their, that's the purpose of it is to make people feel larger than life. And it made me feel that way. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and so I started cutting things out of magazines and making vision boards and collages of like the style I wanted to be able to afford one day. And, um, like the houses I wanted to have, the vacations I wanted to go on and, um, the car I wanted to drive, but there was no rush. Okay. Like I was 16. I wasn't like, I need this all now. It was just like, you know, I call it fantasy work, like just, um, fantasy work. (laughs) Um, like just the things that you're feeding your brain, the things that are, that show it what's possible, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that's really, really important so that our higher thinking and our ability to be imaginative doesn't like decay and fall off because I can think of times in my life when I was working a dead end job, getting paid barely enough to make it barely enough to make it. Um, and I remember like not watching TV, not watching, um, like I wouldn't watch like art. Like I wouldn't watch performance art. I wouldn't look at certain places on the internet because I knew that I was going to see something that was going to make me feel bad. That was going to remind me of my dead end job. Um, I remember seeing, uh, we got free me and my husband got free tickets to go see, um, a musical and it was free. So I was like, okay, why not? Let's go. And then, um, we also watched a lot of, uh, we went to like a drag show and we went to a burlesque performance and we went to a couple concerts because I was like, wow, I love live performance. And then I remember during like one performance, I just started crying because I realized that I had been depriving myself of all this art because I was afraid of being like reminded of my dream as a kid to like be a performer one day. And like, and I didn't want to be reminded of that. And it's not like I felt suddenly like this desire to become a performer again, because I know that you can still do the essence of your values without technically being like a Broadway actress or something like you can still be a light to other people be a performer be an entertainer in many ways without like working on Broadway you know but I realized that I was depriving myself of so much joy and so much art because I was afraid of it making me feel a certain way that would make me feel bad for my current lifestyle situation so you don't want to completely let that whimsy and that childlike wonder of yourself decay you really want to establish like a healthy healthy fantasy work is like what I call it I mean there's nothing wrong with vision boarding and just like being able to like healthily is that a word health in a healthy manner watch certain shows or watch vlogs or read certain things like follow certain influencers or whatever resonates with you and to just like tell yourself in a healthy way like oh my gosh someday I cannot wait without putting this like rush on yourself so Back to my point about our desires. Um, I think the first thing that I really had to get out of the way was like to keep a healthy flow of desire going through. Like you can always have a dream in the pipeline. You can always want more things. Um, And now I'm being shown how much more expansive and giving we can be when we have what we want. One huge issue in my family, especially with the women in my family, um, has been like sacrifice and guilt and shame and like never getting what you want. And when you're a mother and you have seven children who all depend on you, that's one thing. Um, But then never seeing this pattern end, I felt like I was the one who had to break the pattern. 
Um, I was the one who had to say like, wait, why are we depriving ourselves this much? Like, and, and, and seeing how it can hurt, how it can be detrimental to deprive ourselves of the things that we want. So I'm really here to say right now, like really just imagine for a day, an hour, give yourself like a time frame. If it's really uncomfortable to think about, give yourself like, do like a day long experiment. And I actually honestly think you should do more, but take it in any baby steps you want. And just imagine a world where you allowed yourself to dream of the things that you wanted and you knew that they were on their way to you. So I wanted to say, imagine a world where you could have anything you want. No, that's that. But then I realized that's not, not, not specifically what I meant. Specifically, what I mean isn't like, oh, we just all get what we want. Because if we all got what we wanted instantly in the moment, I think that could be absolutely chaotic. Um, but if you allowed yourself to like daydream about that dream vacation or like not settle on your dream car, like why judge yourself so much for the things that you want? And what if you trusted that there's a bigger thing going on here? Um, what if there's a bigger system at play here? So one small example I can give of that is once I had a friend who um, her, she, her, her business was doing very well financially. In 2020, her business did very well. Um, and she wanted to treat herself to like new clothing. So she got some designer clothes. She got some free people, some anthropology. <laughs> um, the things that I had deprived myself of because I was like, well, if you ever go to anthropology and you're like, oh, I could get this for cheaper somewhere else. I mean, that's how I was conditioned is like to always look for deals and always look for the cheapest everything. But like, what if that's specifically that thing in that quality at this moment that you want? I mean, personally, I'm a huge fan of a shopping experience, like a really good shopping experience. I'm getting to my point, I promise. <laughs> like if you go to the mall and like you try on a dress, you see a bag you really like, um, and you walk away with it in that moment, that is just like luxury to me. Rather than like getting in your head and like trying to find a dupe at TJ Maxx or like trying to find something, like you get something for cheaper on Amazon and then it just like doesn't last as long and it's not the experience that you want. And I also want to say like there are some people who really enjoy like bargain hunting or like finding dupes. And I, I totally hold space for that. That's cool. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But what I want to ask some people is, are you sure that that's your thing? Because for me, I thought that bargain hunting, dupe finding was my thing. Until I got tired of getting like terrible quality things that deprived me of the experience that I actually wanted. I don't actually want the cheapest of everything. I want like what's right for me in the moment all the time. So... Like, I could think of a couple times in my life when I've gotten something that was not technically the cheapest, that I could have possibly found it, but, the, like, the shopping experience was positive, they had it in my size, they had it in the color I wanted, and so I just, like, bought it and then didn't look back. Okay, so back to my friend who was buying designer clothes. I was, like, low-key judging her at first. I was like, why are you buying all these new things when you have plenty of, like, perfectly good clothing already in your closet? And, um... I kind of asked her, I was like, what do you do with your old clothes? And she was like, oh, I donate them to women's shelters. And in my head, in my like judgmental conditioned brain, I was like, oh, great. So you're just like a huge consumer. We get it. Like you consume, consume, consume. 
And then like the poor people get whatever is left over. And then I had this memory and then, okay. So then we moved, I didn't say this to her. I was just, I was being judgmental and I'm so sorry. And I've actually laughed with her about this since. And we've joked about it and I told her that she was right. And I thanked her for being like a mentor to me because I'm going to explain to you why I realized that I was wrong. Um, I remember being um, at my parents' house one winter. This was years prior. And my parents are really big uh, volunteers for this um, charity, this like a shelter. It's like a women and children's shelter in Vegas called the Shade Tree. And um, every year they have, they give out Christmas lists for the things that their uh, members want for Christmas. And um, one of the employees of the Shade Tree mentioned to my dad that one of their biggest problems that they have is that the people donate things to them that they don't actually need or want. People tend to donate things that are in like such poor condition. <laughs> they donate things with holes in them or stains in them or like things that they just like they, they don't want anymore. Like no things that nobody wants. I'm sure maybe you've felt that way before um, or seen that before that like people tend to like if you've ever gone to a thrift store and certain thrift stores um, just like are full of junk that no, nobody wants that or, like they, they, that you do not find value in. Somebody might want it, but you personally do not find value in them. And um, so she was telling my dad, like, you know, we have these teenagers who go to school um, and they want new, like, shoes. They want iPods. Like, they want to be, have things that normal teenagers want so they can have, like, healthy lives. (laughs) And people tend to just, like, kind of donate, like, old clothes that don't, they they don't want to wear. And so they made a list. And on that list was, like... (sighs) some like certain branded things or um certain like like ipods were on there iphones were on there um and i remember thinking like wow this is kind of a lot for someone in a shelter to ask for but that was again like just my scarcity minded brain kind of thinking like um you know (laughs) like that people need to like take what they can get because that's how i was conditioned in my life was like always take what you can get and never ask for more. Um, but then there's my friend who's donating her old designer clothes to women's shelters. And then like now these women get clothes that are in good condition that are trendy and like beautiful and like upheld nicely. And, um, and she also said that she donated her old car. She she gave it to a friend who needed a new car. She got a new car. I think she got like a Mercedes or something. And she gave her old car, like a Prius, I think it was to, um, someone who needed it and I'm like wow that's (laughs) that's the kind of person that I want to be is just like so giving and like giving of good quality things and like I think all of us maybe have been in a situation we wanted to donate to somebody who needed help but we couldn't afford to um and I just getting all emotional (laughs) um I really just wanted to come on here quickly and just say that the desire like what if you allowed yourself for a day a week a month to just imagine what the world would look like if you got the things that you wanted if you if you knew that you could achieve the things that you wanted so like if you wanted to go to louis vuitton or chanel or whatever resonates with you or lights you up you could just walk in there and buy something with no shame and no fear or like no double checking your bank account and i've personally gone back and forth on this feeling and I've gone from like shame-based and fear-based and like, oh, this is bad and overconsumption and 
you know, it's not good. It's not good for the environment and whatever to being like to, to now I feel this is how I feel now. This is how I feel strongly after writing about it and meditating on it and seeing the positive impact it has on other people. And really, if you, if you are finding yourself stuck on the, what's the word on like the morality of it, what I'm going to say is that what matters the most is your heart and your intention. And are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Are you trying to make somebody else feel shame for what you have and what they don't? Or are you letting you achieving your desires make you more giving? Make you more um, more of a light in the world? And are you a solid example to others that they can also have what they want? Uh, in general, I mean, like, or... <laughs> You, you can like, or you can only have the noble desires that, you know, a religious figure says that you can have. You must, like, do you think that you must deprive yourself of certain desire? Because somebody's going to have a problem with any of your desires at some point. Anyway, I hope this was helpful to you. Um, if you wanted to take this further, I would highly recommend that you make like a selfish, selfish ass vision board. Like, what is the most selfish vision board that you could make? What are the things that you want selfishly? <laughs> like if you got a million dollars and you could only spend it at the mall or like on clothes or like on cars, like on only material items, no giving it to debt, no donating it to charity. Like what are the things that you would get? And some note, some emotions to notice are shame to come up. This is shame coming up because you don't have these things rush. Like, are you like, Oh my gosh, I, I need to, you know, if I want this, I need to start saving now or, you know, but you don't, (laughs) you can just fantasize. It's fun. Um, and notice like the common themes and what comes up. Like, it seems like if you could spend your money on anything, it seems like maybe you would mostly buy the most sustainable options of things, because as we know, the cheapest option is mostly not the most environmentally sustainable or the most um, ethical in terms of how it was made or who it was made by. Um, Or maybe you just really, really value fashion. You really, really value travel. You really value expressing yourself in a certain way. You really value um, being seen or being, being presentable, being professional, being clean and always having a clean appearance or you value comfort, you value luxury. Like what in your value is your, is your, are you, is your subconscious trying to tell you with this exercise? So that would be my recommendation. Um, don't feel guilty about it. Just in your own private head, you don't have to let anybody look at it. (laughs) Um, and just put it into a visual collage or you can write it out or you can, um, something I like to do is I like to go window shopping a lot. Um, let's look back to what I was saying about I was giving everybody the advice on like go window shopping. Um, because it really just like allows you to practice looking at your desires, like and looking at them and maybe go test drive the car that you want. I test drove a couple of cars when I lived in DC and I can say that the tactile experience is just so much fun and so rewarding. Go try on just something that you know you can't afford and notice any feelings of shame that come up or or like hurry like why are we in a hurry to have this now and if a salesperson is pushing you then just practice your boundaries and be like no thanks I'm going somewhere else and just practice walking in like you own the place I can say that I did that all the time when I was traveling and when I lived in DC because DC has a lot of um very very uh 
expensive places and there's a lot of expensive cars and like just practice being like oh that's my car or just like i don't know just have have fun like just have fun with it that's really the best advice i can give you and allow yourself to play and you might find that like luxury just does not resonate with you but then i'm going to ask you what does then so i hope that this was um, helpful for you i hope this opened up some doors for you gave you a sense of relief um feel free to share your takeaways with um with me on instagram at funky aphrodite all one word um and be sure to share this with a friend who you feel like may need this and thank you guys so much for your feedback your questions your comments um helping me make this podcast grow and get the message out there because i think we're all doing good work here so let's keep it up i love you guys so much i hope you have a fabulous fabulous rest of your week